Welcome to the Sunrise Podcast, powered by Sunrise Labs. Hey everyone, welcome to the Sunrise Podcast, brought to you by Sunrise Labs. I'm your host, Scott Sidway. Look, from a program manager's perspective, part of a project's success comes from team member commitment to the project and taking personal ownership. And that's what we're going to talk about today with Joe McCluskey. He's the program manager at Sunrise Labs. And Joe, I guess let's start with this. Define personal ownership when it comes to a project. So within a project, uh, you have what's uh, your task and you have uh, what you have to do to complete that task and deliverables. Uh, personal ownership becomes the, where you really feel involved and you take responsibility for, for your deliverables. Um, personal ownership means that you really take pride in it and, and you want to deliver the best you can on it. And that doesn't always come in some of these, you know, a, a group project per se, right? Because sometimes it's not always your individual thing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, it's a combined effort, so it might be harder to find that personal ownership. Yeah, it is. But then as you become a team, you realize that my individual contribution or my individual deliverable uh, helps the team, um, you know, and the team builds upon that. So it's it's sort of like the building blocks or, or the Legos, as you say. Um, you, you're going to build a greater thing, a stronger bridge, a, a better widget uh, when you combine all those personal ownership items that, that everybody brings to the team and delivers. So there, there's an approach that you, you've talked about before called the scrum approach. So explain kind of what that is and, and why it's so valuable when you're, uh, you're, you're taking on a, a, a team task like, like what we're talking about. So the this, this scrum, and it has, uh, it's, it's been around in various forms, but it's very popular due to Agile. But, but it's a very strong tool that's used within uh, team de- uh, project work. And what it is, it's the people that are delivering the product or working on the product uh, gather. And usually it's every morning. Uh, it can be every other. And, and basically you go around uh, to the individual person and they each say, okay, this is what I worked on yesterday. This is what I'm going to work on today. Uh, and is there anything blocking me? Um, but if, when you expand on that, um, it becomes an interplay of, okay, I'm working on this today to help this person. Uh, it gives the visibility uh, to the person, uh, everybody on the team, you know, that that person's working on something that I'm going to need or I'm working on something that he or she's going to need. So basically the scrum is an exchange of that. Now it's not supposed to be problem solving. It really is just to let everybody know what, what I did and what I'm going to do and what may be in the way. So it's basically essentially just keeping your team members up to speed with what's going on. Exactly. Um, but what it also does is it, it's not just that. It's a, a time that you can develop a, a relationship with your team members. It's a, it's a time where their inter- interchange becomes uh, important. It's a time where the personalities of the team members will come out, and, uh, and it's where you will have to do your best to try to manage that in a positive way. You know, each person has their own personality. Each person will take on a point where they need to shine or, or where they want to sit back. And it's really that team coalescing into knowing each other uh, and functioning. You seem to, you're stressing the whole idea of selflessness and, and caring about the team members. Uh, it, it seems like an obvious thing, uh, but, but why is that so important when, you're, when it comes to projects like this? So the projects are going, they can be successful without it, but those that are more successful 
and they're able to weather the storm of the ups and downs of product development are those where there's an appreciation and there's an understanding of, of what is going on and there's also a feeling of, of, of humanization to it you know that that I am part of this team that and, and this team needs me and and there's that that is the ownership that we develop and that is what pushes a project through now anybody can make a document and check a list but it's that the dynamics of product development that needs or uh, excels on a little bit more whether there's personal ownership there's uh, stimulation so to say to the team members well in, in the end we're all humans right and i think every human being likes being feeling important or feel like they're contributing or acknowledged in a group project so i imagine you know just the human element when it comes to this is probably what we're talking about here is making sure everyone feels like they're equally contributing and being a part of the same idea uh, that's absolutely right. It is, a, in fact, the humanization. Um, but also, to tell you the truth, it's also the humanization of the project itself. Mm. Um, it, it is seen as more than just me checking the box and delivering. Um, it becomes something that I'm working on, a bigger whole. Um, and, and one thing I like to do is try to make it the project more humanized. Uh, either um, there's some creative ways of doing that if, if it's a pilot build. Uh, personalize the name of the pilot project or, or deliverable that you're working on everybody can connect to a name uh, not so much when it's a list of uh, you know uh, x1 y y versus uh, you know freddy uh, that's a humanization to the project with that humanization comes okay i'm working on something quote human i have to be human too and you get the larger like communal feeling uh, and i've seen teams actually develop uh, i wouldn't say overprotectiveness uh, but they really take pride in it and, and call it their baby. So can you give me an example maybe of, of, of a time this has worked for you just to kind of put it in perspective? Because I think, I think we're talking about something here that makes a lot of sense, but maybe someone listening might not understand or know, uh, see, see the results of how this works. Do you have an example of maybe a time you've seen this, you know, make a night and day's difference? Sure. Um a matter of fact, we're working on a program at, at Sunrise. It's a piece of capital equipment. Um, we inherited it uh, from, from another uh, group, and uh, they had gone down one path, and we decided to go down another, and we we're helping the, the client develop the project. Uh, at that point, they had a, a pilot build, and it was called Alpha, uh, and they were going to be working on Beta. Mm -hmm. uh, we decided at that point, or I decided with the team, that it really was more than that so we came up with a cute little name for it um i wouldn't be it would was known as wally basically um and everybody knows who wally is um the little robot yeah, from saying, disney yeah the robot wally exactly so now we have that so now we have something in our mind the, the team now no longer calls it the alpha or beta but it's wally one <laughs> wally needs this wally's not doing well today and they're uh is that connection to it now so now we have the name of it well you feel obligated when there's a name to something you feel ownership you feel you have to do it right because it's named right that's that's fascinating and it's 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 almost like you're playing a psychological game you know not not and that sounds bad and it sounds like you're manipulating people <laughs> i don't mean it like that but you're 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 tra training your mind to take it 
I don't know, more seriously? Is that a good way to put it? Uh, I would call it that. That's right. Um, tricks, maybe call tricks, but maybe encouragement. Right. Um, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and letting people think differently. Um, no longer is it a checklist that I'm coming in at 8 o'clock in the morning to work on this checklist. Um, but it's coming in, I'm working on a tangible item that, that we have a plan for, you know, that we're going to celebrate its birthday and then it's going to go out there in the big world and save people's lives ultimately is what a lot of products we work on. Um, so it, it really does put in that humanization, call it a trick if you want, um, but it helps people make that connection to what ultimately we're going to deliver. Now, I'm reading up about uh, your background, and it says you're, licen you're a licensed Agile Scrum Master. Can you explain what Agile is? So Agile is a product development process, um, and we use a lot of that here at, uh, at Sunrise. It's also used throughout out the world. It, it, I would call it a buzzword, say to, sort of. Um, it competes with the waterfall method. But basically, it's a method of product development where you work in short sprints. Uh, you divide up the work uh, and break it down into units that the team can work on. The scrum meeting is where that team meets and, okay, we're working on this sprint. And, and there's short iterative cycles where you, you continuously are working on the program and developing, uh, developing it. It, it uh, lends itself uh, very well to software, and we have developed a way at Sunrise where we apply it to the mechanical and the electrical aspect and develop those sprints where everybody's connected together. So, so what it is, it's an agile method, a quick method of developing outputs for the person, the, the owner, uh, to take a look at and give us feedback on. And I imagine that makes it a, a, a large project feel a lot less daunting when you break into what you called it a short sprint as opposed to a long marathon. Right, and, and that, that is very key to the development of, uh, particularly like I was saying, the, the capital equipment. You're looking at longer time frames, you know, frankly, that they're a year or more. And you have, you have to break it down into to tangible bites, you know. The, the journey of a thousand miles starts with the first step. Um, so that's really what you have to do. And, and you have to make sure the team realizes that, that they're, you know, we're not going to get that breakthrough that's going to move us three months ahead if you do great but more than likely you're not so you right. have to do these these iterative um, steps uh, one good thing you can do with a team and what I like to do is uh, when you're first starting that that journey it's always good if the team can have a success um, and you should celebrate that but I wouldn't say you set them up for an easy victory but once you have that first okay we really did something here that really does encourage the team. You know, that makes them more attuned. You're a little bit wider awake. Um, yeah, I think we all respond positively when we accomplish something, even if it's a small step into a process. I mean, it's like it's like a, a toddler learning to walk. You know, they don't take that first step successfully, but then they take one, and then they oh. I could do this. You know, they take another step and then they fail. And then they take a few more steps and then gradually it becomes a, an achievable task. I know not to compare uh, right. you know, a project to toddlers, but I think just as from a human perspective, you know, having those successes, it really matters. Well, yeah, and you're absolutely right. The anthology actually does fit with product development. Uh, there's going to be the learning curve, you know, as with a toddler. Uh, they make mistakes. Uh, teams make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. Um, it's how you deal with that mistakes that, that make you 
a, a stronger person or, or the toddler. You know, eventually they will learn to walk. Um, it's through persistence. Um, now, whether they learn to walk with a smile on their face or whether they're crying, um, it really depends. But but it is, you're absolutely right. It is sort of like being a toddler and taking that first step. So you get that first one, and, and we've all seen that. And same with riding a bike. That smile is great, right? That's infectious. <laughs> right. Um, and it just spreads. Yeah, and, and we're talking a lot about you know te- team spirit here and, and making sure everyone's on the same page and feeling like they're all part of this. I'll, I'll leave you with this. It's sometimes, you know, we're, again, we're human beings, and sometimes human beings naturally don't get along. You know, based mm-hmm. off of personality types or this, that, whatever. So, uh, you've kind of described why this method works, but what are the best ways to organically create that? If if it maybe is, you know, a, a group of people that don't necessarily like each other, is there a good organic way to make that team spirit, you know, flourish? So, there's always the team chemistry, and you're always going to end up, you know, like you said, we're human. Uh, each one of us is different and, and unique. Part of the role of the scrum master is, is to understand that the personalities and come up with ways to, to make sure that they're heard or make sure that they're, they're valued, um, make sure there's not one person taking over, make sure that the person in the back of the room, his voice is heard because a lot of times they have a lot to say. They're just not given the opportunity. So. What it requires, and particularly in the scrum, um, but really in the team general and meetings and everything, would be the active management of, of those personalities. Again, within within a project, everybody on the team has a deliverable, and everybody at some point needs to be the center, or the, what they have is the center of of the project. Mm-hmm. What you have to do is make everybody aware that everybody's contributing, and then everybody's going to have time everybody's going to have that time to be on stage not everybody likes to be on the stage so therefore you have to come up with the encouragement behind them or a group that helps help say that okay this person delivered this or great job it really is that self-encouragement of the team that that has to take over and like I said not everybody's going to always get along and that's where you have to play the dynamics um, you, you have to make sure that everybody sees the big picture um, there are tricks you can, I wouldn't call them tricks, but there's opportunities uh, to spend time together outside of work or within work. Um, have somebody do, do a presentation on something they like. Um, the scrum can be about crocheting or something like that um, in the off time that people have, just so they understand everybody has interests, everybody does something different, but we're all together. And in your experience, how much of a difference does this make when the project is complete, just in terms of how good how, the final result and how everybody feels about it. So that's where, again, the humanization aspect of it, and I come to that um, a lot here. You, you're proud. You know, your baby's been born. Uh, everybody will sit back and laugh at the struggles that we've had. Um, they have a personal connection to it. You know, remember when I did this? Remember with it? It makes it stronger in your mind, what you did, and the feeling of accomplishment. And again, you have to celebrate some of the failures you had too and that that's important too and there's nothing like a good lessons learned what did we do wrong what can we do to improve that's always important too so i always like it when oh remember when we did this however look what we ended up with isn't that great um, so you have that connection in the fact that yep i worked hard on this 
so did this person, so did that person. You follow it. You tend you tend to follow that product once it's left the dock and sailed off. You'll be following it forever. You you have a vested interest in it. And then everybody wins. Abs- absolutely, and that's one of the keys. Everybody wins. Um, in in our our method too here. Our clients are actually embedded in our, our, our scrums too, so it's very important to remember that the clients are active parts in this too. And what's great about the way we run the scrum, and one of my things I like to do, is to make sure that we get rid of the pronoun they uh, and, and change it to we. So it's not this company doing this for us, uh, but it's we. We are working together on that. You know, We are extending the bench of their, their team. We're all on the same page. And, and that's where it's not just a strong team dynamic that you develop within your team developing it. it it's with the client as well. Uh, there's a strong connection there uh, to the point that oftentimes they'll say, I kind of think of you guys as, as my team also, as my company also. I have a hard time telling the difference. And I find myself telling other people about, oh, this person did this. And then realize, no, that person worked for Sunrise, but I feel like they work for me. It's all those little things, man. All those little things really make a difference. So how, how does this uh, apply to, to Sunrise? You know, you've, obviously, you've said you've seen this work before, but how does it fall in line with, with the company you work for? Yeah, so one of the key tenets at Sunrise is the belief that the, you always should have positive intent. You should believe that the person that you're working with, they have the best intent meant. They're always positive in it. Nobody's negative. And so, therefore, when you're working with them, you're not thinking, oh, why did you do that? Or it's like, no, they were trying to help. You have to go in with that mindset that, okay, they were trying to help. Let's see, can you explain to me what it was? Oh, that's great. Now I understand. So that really is one of the tenets here. As well as speak your mind. Let the person know. Uh, It's always face forward. That makes it a stronger team when everybody feels that they're valued, that they're viewed as moving forward or trying to move forward. There's no, I don't want to be talking in the scrum today, I made a mistake, or afraid. Um, That's when you don't want to come to work, right? You know, oh, I messed up on this. And then what happens is you got folks that won't take that chance. Like, I think if we did this, no, you know what, I'm not going to do that because it might be wrong and uh, they're going to get mad at me. So that's what's kind of unique about Sunrise. It's one of it's a very positive intent, uh, focused place. It's it's where we we encourage everybody to to talk, and everybody's always working hard towards the right goal. All right, Joe, great stuff as always. And don't forget, you can hear more episodes of the Sunrise Podcast by searching for us on iTunes or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to check us out, download, subscribe, all that good stuff. That'll do it for this episode. For Joe McCluskey and Sunrise Labs, I'm your host, Scott Sidway. This has been the Sunrise Podcast.